Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, along with former Pro Bowl wide receiver and uh, co-host of Up On Game, uh, which is available not just in radio form on weekends and Saturdays on Fox Sports Radio, but also in the podcast. TJ Hushmanzada, he joins me. Hush, how are you? Man, I'm good. Ready to go, baby. How you doing? I'm I'm great. Um, okay, let's... Let, 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 let's just get right into it with some football stuff. Uh, Baker Mayfield traded to the Carolina Panthers. This is going back two days ago, right about now, maybe in a couple hours. So we're like 48 hours removed from it. What was your reaction? I was shocked, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, whole offseason, Baker can go to Seattle. Baker can go here. Baker can go here. Oh, it's, Carolina is also a possibility. But when when I saw – they have Sam Darnold. You draft Matt Corral. Is it certain that Baker Mayfield is an upgrade from Sam Darnold? And if you ask me that, I'm saying no. It's not a certainty that he's an upgrade from Sam Darnold. He's not bigger. He's not faster. He's not more athletic. He doesn't have a better arm. He has experienced more success. But if you look at the teams Baker Mayfield has played with and you look at the teams that Sam Darnold has played with, that could be partly – part of the reason why he's experienced more success. And so I'm not sure that he's an upgrade over Sam Darnold. And and so for me, I look at that trade and I say, huh, he doesn't know the system. He's going to have to go learn the system. And people don't take into account how difficult it is to learn a system. I don't care who you are. It's not easy. Are the players going to like him? Are they going to take to him? That matters. And so this looks like Matt Rule is saying, man, I just need a chance. I need an opportunity. Um, he may or may not believe in Sam Darnold. But if you're hitching your wagons to Baker Mayfield with the talent he had in Cleveland, yeah, you can say he's hurt. But when they were bashing Baker Mayfield, not one guy came out and defended him. That's the thing that, that's really interesting, right? Because, you know, my defense of, of Baker Mayfield back when he was about to be drafted was we don't have to like him. But guys at Oklahoma do, right? All that matters is the 46 guys on game day. That, that, that's all that matters. But he lost the locker room last year. Um, and I, he, I know he's making $15 million total. 
but he's only making four million from the Carolina Panthers, whereas Sam Darnold is making over eighteen million from the Carolina Panthers. Doesn't it usually go the guy who makes the money gets the gets the first chance to lose the job? That's uh, from my experience. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, almost five times amount that Baker's making, or four times amount. It. it I, yes, but Carolina, for them to make this trade, it tells me they don't one hundred percent believe in Sam Darnold. I Sam Darnold was hurt last year. Nobody has come out and said how bad he was hurt. Like they've come out and said how bad Baker was hurt. I know this for a fact. Sam Darnold was hurt last year, and he just well, tried. He missed, to, missed, he missed games. They started no, Cam Newton, who can't throw a football. They, he, they also they were three and zero, and they lost Christian McCaffrey. So I mean, you know, it's I mean, a whole Christian different McCaffrey team. McCaffrey has played in. Ooh, we. I'm gonna say ten games in the last two years. I can be wrong, but I'm Since gonna say I, I, believe, a big contract. I believe he played in. 10 games in the last two years. But Sam Darnold was pretty banged up last year. And when he wasn't banged up at the start of the season, it was like, oh, you give Sam Darnold some pieces, he can play. And then he got hurt. And when you try to play through those injuries, you get what Baker gave you in Cleveland, you get what Sam Darnold gave you in Carolina. I don't believe it's an upgrade. And so – Normal. The guy understands the system. The player, Sam Donald, has a great personality. There's not a player that he's played with going to say anything bad about him. And, and so it's going to get very interesting in that locker room because you're going to have to choose. You guys are going to have to choose who they want as their quarterback. And that can cause a problem. Baker's already come out saying, oh, well, I'm going to be me. I'm not changing. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a hard time to fit into that locker room because y'all got to compete, but you guys also got to compete, and you got to be a good person to your teammates, to Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. If your locker room are going to know, and it's up, oh, here we go all over again. And so I, I don't know the dynamic, how it would impact the locker room. And that's what I don't believe coaches and front office people take into account. How would this impact the locker room? They don't take that into account. They just look at on the field stuff. How does it impact the locker room? Yeah, it's interesting. It's like in basketball, all people look at is the offensive side of the ball. They never look at the defensive side of the ball. Like, whoa, he can really shoot. You're like, can he stop anybody? And how does it affect the locker room? Now, what about trading for him? Doesn't that send the signal that they're not into, into, uh, into Sam Darnold? I, that's the impression that I would get. Yeah, they, they don't really believe in Sam Darnold. But when Sam Darnold played the way he played last year outside of the first quarter of the season, they have that right to, to feel that way. They know he was hurt. Sam knows he was hurt. I know he was hurt. Um, I've seen Sam this offseason. Sam looks pretty damn good to me. TJ Spazano, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so now the last of the former starting quarterbacks – this guy's uh, at least it's not Deshaun Watson where you have a guaranteed deal, but Deshaun may not play early in the season. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, what happens next? But when you look, you look at teams, Doug. I can just see one team, and you can point to teams that don't that don't they don't have that uh, experienced quarterback under him, and, and you can go to Seattle. Are they going to trade in the division if they can get what they want? Probably so. It's the same thing I said earlier. It's late in the process. Very late in the process. What offense is Jimmy G going to learn that makes him better than a quarterback that's already there? It's one team. One no, team. No, they, have, they have to be hoping for um, a guy a get Sam hurt. Bra- Sam Bradford, right. A Sam Bradford, Minnesota type of deal. So now, you, now, you, now you're – Hoping on somebody to get hurt. Ah, that somebody in training camp or preseason gets hurt. Now we have an option to trade Jimmy G. Without that, it's the Miami Dolphins only for me. Only if Mike. How so? Because he played for Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel coached him. The offense would be very similar, so it's somewhat seamless. Now I'm sure Mike McDaniel being a head coach is going to add some things that Kyle Shanahan didn't have an offense, but the meat and potatoes, the base of that offense, 
should be very similar to what Jimmy G is in right now in San Francisco. But outside of that, there's just not an offense that guys can come in and learn in two weeks and you're ready to go. It's virtually impossible. His head is going to be swimming. So the guy that's there, you play in the National Football League. I don't care who you are. You're not a bum. You may not be better than the guys across the league, but you are not a bum. Nobody should come in, beat you out that doesn't know the system. It's going to be tough for Jimmy G. It really is. The Saints, Jameis Winston, yeah, he's coming off an ACL. But he knows the offense. That locker room likes him. I mean, you look at the podcast that's going on with uh, Martellus Bennett and Julian Edelman basically saying, yeah, this is true. That's also in the locker room. First sign you show you're not willing to play through injury. Huh. Here, here you go again being soft. I mean, that's how we think. That's how we think. All right, coming up next, Hoosh, uh, here's what we're going to do. Okay, We're going to get to uh, Mike Garofolo is going to join us. Uh, and we'll we'll ask him about if Baker Mayfield is definitely the starter. Is there would they would they move Sam would they move Sam Darnold? Are they going to start Baker Mayfield? What happens to Jimmy G? All that's upcoming next. Uh, a reminder: this fa- this family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now is you to drive them off the lot. Mercedes Benz vans, a f- family of SUVs, a f- family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. Uh, when will we find out what the ruling is on Deshaun Watson? We'll find out that dateline next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb, TJ Spazada, in for Dan in the Danettes. Mike Garofolo, NFL Network Insider, is going to join us upcoming. We'll talk some talk some uh, some NFL. I think only uh, only two possible guys could be moved. Again, one would be Jimmy G. One would be Sam Darnold. I mean, could could this predicate a, a Sam Darnold move? Right. I mean, that's that's the question. I, I try to be aware and cognizant of what I said earlier. We're professionals, and, and these dudes are professionals, and some dudes are smarter than others. One, who, who wants to take on technically $19 million in guaranteed money you're going to have to pay pay Sam Darnold? If I'm the Carolina Panthers, this, this they have to compete. I don't know for sure if Baker is better than Sam Darnold. Ben McAdoo, who's the O.C., he didn't really like Baker coming out of college. And, and so these coaches are human. He's going to go into this saying, okay, these are the traits that I didn't like about him coming out. Let's see if he's gotten better at those. And, and as soon as they get on the field, if, if some of these things are a no, he's going to go back to, ah, oh, this is why I didn't like him. Huh? This, this is why I didn't like him coming out of college. This is why I thought he was a second, third round pick coming out of college instead of the first pick. And, and so – the, when you look at the Panthers, they have a good team. Top 10 defense. J- drafted the tackle on NC State in the first round, Icky. They have some – if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy. Healthy, the Pan- yeah. They have a good team. They have a good team. Just they need to figure out the quarterback position. And you go back to what I said, if Sam Darnold isn't hurt after the first quarter of the season, I believe he has a fantastic season. The narrative on Sam Darnold changes. But he got hurt. And now the narrative is he can't play. He has to go prove that he's healthy and he can play. Oh, and you got to beat out Baker because there's going to be some in the locker room, some upstairs that just don't believe you can do it. You got to go do it. And so for Sam, it's the same thing with Baker. Where are you going to go where you can beat the guy out, learn the system, win the locker room? It's tough at this point of the year. It's really tough unless there's an injury. Yeah, no, I'm 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 with you. It's uh, it's one of those things where he does have sweat equity from having been there last year. But whatever amount of sweat equity, the the quickness how of how this trade went down, um, I think it had been rumored. It had been rumored. Well, let's make Mike Garofolo. He he knows NFL Network reporter and insider. He joins us with T.J. Hushman's Adam Doug out this the Dan Patrick Show. Um, look, they weren't terribly happy with Sam Darnold at times last year, but but some of the some of the collapse of that team had to do with timing, right? Kisha McCaffrey goes out when they're three zero, and they're they're never the same. Um, are they bringing Baker in to absolutely start? Uh, hi guys, how you doing? Um, uh, hi. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I used to produce used to produce uh, radio, and we tell the callers, "Don't ask them how you're doing because it gets repetitive." So I just broke my own rule. My bad. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, are they bringing him to absolutely start? I, I think that's the end goal. I think that's the end uh, uh, likelihood. If you're asking me to handicap it right now, I'm, I'm, I'm putting Baker Mayfield in that starting spot. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, they, they the way I phrased it last night I, you know, on TV, and I don't have a better phrasing yet, is I, I don't think they care. Like, whoever winds up winning the job, I don't think they care. If, if one of these guys, and they both had – rocky careers that haven't really gone according to plan for, for various reasons, uh, for different reasons. And whoever winds up, you know, seizing this opportunity, which may be the last for either one of them to be a starting quarterback in the league, I think they're, they're happy with that. Now, the question is, and I do get this sense just in talking to folks down there, the offense would look different with Baker Mayfield versus Sam Darnold in there. Uh, so I think they need to figure out relatively early on, I don't think you take this all the way up to week one, Who's it going to be? Because we need to start building things around that guy and that that guy's skill set. Mike, when when you say different, what do you mean? And and does it, the mean potatoes of the offense can't change this late in the process? But when you say different, what does that entail? 
Well, I think Baker's strengths are, are more – I don't think what Cleveland was doing, and, and, and TJ, you tell me if you agree, I don't think what Cleveland was doing uh, basically lent itself to Baker Mayfield's strength as a quarterback. Uh, I, I had folks, personnel guys and guys who studied them in college and what they were doing now tell me, you know, it should be more of a spread look. He's not the kind of guy to be in that kind of run-heavy offense working off of that, whereas maybe Sam Darnold uh, would be more successful – with that, uh, for for Baker, maybe put more on him. Maybe maybe more of what Arizona's doing with Kyler Murray, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I'm 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 not the hardcore football guy in that regard, but I but I do know that, uh, like I was told from uh, folks in Carolina, that there is a different skill set. And based on what I had heard previously about maybe Cleveland not being the right place for Baker Mayfield, just because of what I just mentioned. You know, maybe maybe that's the difference in, in what you're seeing. And they they tried some read option looks with uh, Sam Darnold last year that they thought were successful and could be even more successful if everything else is working. So uh, yeah, I, I'll be curious to see what it looks like, regardless of who's in there. Um, you mentioned Kyler Murray and what Arizona's doing to him. Are they going to give him an extension before the year starts? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm, it, there's, I don't know why they've drag their feet on this I, you you would think it would be smooth because the guy who represents kyler murray represents uh uh cliff kingsbury that's eric burkhart the agent there um and and it's just shocking to me that regardless of that relationship it's it's been so uh you know contentious especially because they did an extension for for kingsbury in the meantime so um but you got to treat each client individually and this is what Burkhart felt like he needed to do, needed to do for, for Kyler Murray, who clearly wanted to make a statement that this thing should be done and, and done ASAP. The, the one thing that I've said uh, repeatedly, uh, I'm trying to remember who else it was. Uh, oh, uh, Debo Samuel. W- when you start getting nuts about, I need my contract extension ASAP, y- you know, I, it, yeah, you're going to be at OTAs and training camp and stuff can happen, yeah, but, but like you're not close to playing your first game. Like that really should be the point at which you say i'm not stepping on that field with live bullets flying knowing that i haven't locked up the long-term deal so a, a lot of teams will approach this early in the off season okay yeah we'll, we'll get there we'll do it and if you have some talks they're not really going to show all their cards or go as far as they need to go to get it done early in the off season but all of a sudden when that deadline pops up and then it gets real you know then then the team will step up so i I, I usually recommend to players, not that they ever ask me, but you know, be, be patient. This stuff takes time, but it'll get done in, in due time. Uh, in Kyler Murray's case, they wanted to raise hell early on in the offseason, and, and that's what they did. But in, in the end, uh, it gets done, and he, he doesn't step on the field without an extension. Let's stand at division. What happens with Jimmy G? Um, well, to answer that question, I need the answer to another question, which is what happens with Deshaun Watson. Um, I do know that Cleveland and San Francisco have had talks at some point this offseason about Jimmy Garoppolo shortly before uh, Deshaun Watson because they were exploring any and all quarterback options. And um, San Francisco was having conversations about Jimmy G way back to the combine, if not before that. Uh, So I do know that they've talked. Uh, So there is at least some interest there. Now, if Watson gets a full season, then yeah, then, then Cleveland needs a quarterback uh, for the entire season, and all of a sudden you get a little bit more desperate, and you know you're going to have to extend yourself a little more. If it's if it's four to six games, hey, you know what? We can survive with Jacoby Brissett, or we can bring in somebody else, or whatever it is. Um, so I, they, like us, are kind of in the dark here because it's not the same process that it used to be. It used to be the NFL, you got a sense, you knew uh, owners could talk to the commissioner and get a feel for, hey, how how hard are we going on my guy here? Like how, how bad is it going to go? Especially since you would have the potential for negotiations to uh, come to a settlement on a suspension, which they tried to do in this case, but it's harder to do when you've got a federal judge who's an independent uh, arbitrator in this case, and she's going to be the one, that a former federal judge, I should say, uh, she's going to be the one that uh, makes the decision here. So nobody really knows. Uh, Last week's hearing wound up going longer than people expected. It was more thorough than people expected. Uh, the only problem is nobody knows if that it means it's a good thing for Deshaun Watson or a bad thing for Deshaun Watson. So we'll see. Um, I, and if I'm Garoppolo, you know, I, I like the fact that Mayfield is in Carolina and now there's a pathway clear uh, to Cleveland if they need a quarterback for the entire season. But we got to see what happens there. 
so so Mike, we j- just scouring around the league, and, and you look at this quarterback situation, and everybody is trying to find that guy. Can mm-hmm. you look and say what Herbert has done, what Joe Burrow has done? Will teams try to avoid, and when I say teams, the teams that they know they have a quarterback, this Kyler Murray in Arizona situation, and let's lock these guys up because we want to get ahead of this. We, we don't want to have the problem that Arizona had in the offseason with their quarterback. You believe these teams and these organizations will be proactive instead of reactive moving forward? I, mean, I think they always are, and, and, and a lot of times, you know, you can pay a guy a ton of money, but, but if you do it early enough, it gives you that flexibility. I mean, look what Kansas City did. You know, that, that deal for Patrick Mahomes was advertised as a half-a-billion-dollar deal, and everybody said, oh, my God, look at the number. It's $45 million a year, which was a huge jump at the time because the top of the market was 35 but it's a 10-year deal. And already, Patrick Mahomes is starting to look like a bargain, and we're not even – close to halfway through that contract extension there. Um, so, you know, the, the earlier you do it, the better. Um, and, and for the player, too, a lot of times, except in Lamar Jackson's case, who he wants to take his time, the earlier you do it, the better, because now you've got more protection in the form of injury guarantees and full guarantees and all that stuff. Um, so I, I just each, each case is going to be different. Look, I, I one of the other guys we talked about on air on Total Access last night on NFL Network was uh, – Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is coming into his third season. There's still questions about him long-term, and, and, and does he have the skill set to be a NFL quarterback as far as throwing from the pocket and doing what he needs to do to diagnose things and move defenses? Um, at the end of this season, if he's still in that gray area of, boy, he's, he's really good in a lot of ways, but what do the Eagles do? You know, do, you, do you say, oh, we'll go another year? Because now he'll be eligible after three years for a contract extension. So you may have to make a call there, especially if he forces your hand and says, like Kyler Murray, hey, I want my extension, I want my extension now. So, um, you know, I, if you know you've got your guy, if, you, if you're Joe Burrow and you're, and you're uh, excuse me, if you're the Bengals and you're the Chargers, as soon as this year is over, yeah, let's get this long-term extension done. Because we're happy to have this guy. We're happy to have this problem where we've got to shell out 40 plus, if not $50 million per year on a deal, depending on the length. Uh, I think both of those guys at this point next year will have their extensions, uh, provided there's no injuries and they continue to play well. Um, I- I'm interested, actually, in the Jets. You know, it's, you know they-, they took Zach Wilson, who was like a workout wonder boy, and mm-hmm. obviously fell flat last year. He's, he's added a bunch of weight. A lot of it's strength. You're two for the coaching staff. You're two for the quarterback. Is is there any buyer's remorse there? No, 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 not yet. But um, uh, you know, I, I've I'm already sold that Trevor Lawrence is going to be a dude. I'm there, right? I'm not there with anybody else yet in in that draft class. I, I obviously Trey Lance. We haven't seen enough. Uh, Zach Wilson. Um, I, I, the <laughs> See, I, I talked about Sam Darnold on air the other day. I said, you know, he's had a really good spring. The Panthers have loved what he's done in the spring. Well, we don't play right. football in the spring, so who cares? Zach Wilson, from what I gather, has had an up-and-down spring. But we don't play football in the spring, so who cares? So uh, I, I do want to see how this carries into training camp and the preseason because you need to start to see that in camp as the pads come on. And then preseason, albeit the proverbial vanilla offense and, and uh, limited time that you're in there, I want to see a little bit. I want to see a little bit of, of, of what we saw flashes late in the season. He's certainly got all the tools. He really does. Um, but it's, it's, it's got to come together for him this year, and they certainly have gotten better up front. They've added pieces, two tight ends for him this year. Nothing, nothing like a tight end for, uh, for a young quarterback to make him feel comfortable that he can throw to. So, I, I, I'm, yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't say buyer's remorse, but, but let's see how this season goes for Zach Wilson because – uh, he's got to show him a little more. All right, let, let's circle back uh, on Cleveland. You mentioned some discussion before the Deshaun Watson deal on Jimmy Garoppolo. That would, as it currently is constituted, that's a lot of money at quarterback already. They're you know, still going to pay Baker 15. Um, what's the expectations now? Like all of that is done. When, one, when do you think we're going to hear? And two, any sense at all of expectations of what type of suspension we're looking at? Um, well, it's for, for the, Cleveland's paying him ten and a half, so they picked up 
they're paying Mayfield ten and a half. They picked up eight million and change. Garoppolo's at twenty five. So it, it may have to be let's let's assume for the sake of this part this part of the conversation that Watson gets a full year and Cleveland says we need ourselves a quarterback. Let's go get Jimmy G. They're gonna have to present what they did for Baker Mayfield, which is hey San right. Francisco, you're gonna have to eat half of this. We've Makes got eight million now that we can spend. Maybe we extend maybe we just chop it in half. It's twelve million each or twelve and a half or whatever it is. Um, and then we'll just pony up the extra four plus the eight we saved on Baker. Okay, financially we can get it done there for, for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I, I think that that's a reasonable scenario uh, to get Garoppolo to Cleveland. Um, as far as Watson, next week or when the post-hearing briefs are due, um, does not sound like a, uh, uh, an agreement on some kind of uh, suspension between the sides without hearing uh, what Sue Robinson has to say on the case. Does not sound like that is a likely scenario at this point. The NFL is still pushing for an extended suspension and leaving it open-ended, too, from what I gather, because they suppose we get more information here. We still, we're still gathering information as this comes in, and, and more and more claims have been piling up in, in recent months. Um, so it, it, it's, it's really guesswork when it comes to what Robinson's going to rule. Now, you know, as far as precedent goes, it's hard because you've never seen a case like this where there's so many claims right like whether it's ezekiel elliott which is a totally different situation where he got his six games but it was a different uh offense uh it was one case so how much do you factor in if you're robinson the number the sheer volume of all these versus what the nfl actually presented which was a much smaller number uh it's 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 just so hard to to figure out i i if you're asking me i'm just guessing I find it hard to factor that she's going to give an entire year like the NFL wants. I also don't think it's going to be zero, so I'm going to put it somewhere in between. But I'd be I'd be guessing if I would just be throwing out a number. Yes, I mean it's it's crazy. And now he's not going to get credit for time served last year when he didn't want to play, is he? No, I don't. I don't believe so. I would. I would because that because that was not punitive. That was, and he made it clear the. Uh, information that was reported out there and uh, he you know he made it clear that he wanted out it was he was the first that was the first foray this began with deshaun watson once out of houston and then all of a sudden it was all these accusations popping up so i, I would think that since he initiated that 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 wouldn't be considered uh time already uh taken under consideration mike great stuff as always really appreciate you joining us thanks for being our guest on fox sports radio you got it guys thanks Mike Garofolo join us. Of course, he works for the NFL Network as a reporter and an insider. You, TJ, what? Like, take a guess. What do you think the league does here? Man, is it the league or is it the independent uh, judge? I mean, well, well, okay. I mean, she's an independent former, you know, former federal federal judge. Okay, so I mean, I I do think I I, I just you got to get the sense considering where we are in America. Considering the volume of claims, considering there is precedent for, forget about no criminal charges. There's been plenty of guys from Roethlisberger, you know, you name it, that no criminal charges and they've been suspended for uh, for six games. And that's for one claim. Um, so there's going to be something that's going to be pretty heavy handed. I don't know. I just feel like they do the year and then he has the ability to appeal it and get it. short. I don't think it's going to be anything sh- shorter. I, I don't feel like it'll be half a year. Man, if I'm Deshaun Watson and I get a year, I'm pissed. I mean, Mike just spoke on this. And you say last year he made it known he didn't want to play. We're we're athletes. We want to play. I look as last year as a suspension if I'm Deshaun. I didn't get to play football. I did not get to play football. In my eyes, that's a suspension for me. If you want me to give you that money back, I'll give you that money back so it can actually be a suspension. I, I don't see a year happening, especially did, did you see the report where one of the victim's sons said, oh, my mom had nothing but great things to say about Deshaun Watson. Did you see that? So so when, when you have one of the victims that alleged Deshaun Watson did this to her, but then she tells her son, oh, man, Deshaun Watson was a great guy, man. I really enjoyed working with him. Um, I hope I can work on him again. The son told 
the retired judge doing this investigation at? And, and so there's just so much information out there. It, it's almost how can you suspend him for a year? Yeah, it's a lot of women. And yeah, he's morally wrong. But did he actually break the law? And, and so and then and, and I, I believe I was one of the first to say this on our show with Plex and uh, LeVar up on game. How can you punish the player? But you don't punish the owner. Shouldn't they be held to a higher standard? When Robert Crabb did some of the similar nature, slap on a wrist. And, and so I'm eager to see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Uh, I, I can't. I really can't wait just, just to see what his quote unquote punishment is going to be. Um, that would be interesting. Um, I mean, well, like, look, there's a a difference there. One, there is no civil claim by the woman against Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft was 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 caught up in a sting of this exact same behavior taking place at a at, at one you know wellness spa or something, right? And there's the the video that was thankfully destroyed. I, I don't think anybody wants to see that. There's just a difference when you have a claim, and then you have a volume of other claims as well. Whether or not they stand up, I I don't know. You know, no no one knows, right? It, um, but that that would be the the, the the difference is in there was no civil claim against him by any woman. It was it was uh, caught up in a in a sting operation, and it was one massage therapist, not you know what's now alleged to be in the forties in a year and a half. All right, we'll circle back to this with T.J. Hushman's Adam Doug Gottlieb. There's a report out that the Nets have expected a bidding war for Kevin Durant, and it's not happening. Why not? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb and TJ Osmanzada in for Dan and the Danettes and the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hush, uh, top of the hour. I got a topic you're really going to like. Do you know what this is the anniversary of? Mm, enlighten me. 12 years ago, LeBron James had the decision. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Who, me? Yeah, yeah. Going to talk about that at the top of the hour, okay? That was big. Uh, that, that, at the time, that was like, <laughs> hadn't seen anything like it. I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to get into that. Uh, I, I, there's, there's, there's a, the Cam Newton topic out there is an interesting one that I, I want to have with you, which is uh, it, it appears Cam Newton's done, right? I mean, um, is Cam Newton a Hall of Famer? I want you to let that rattle around your brain. Andrew Brandt's going to join us next hour. We got a heck of a show for you. Let, let me, let me go, go to this, though. It appears as though as of now there's no bidding war for Kevin Durant. Okay? And it's not that people aren't interested. The, the initial report was half the league reached out when the news came out that Kevin Durant demanded a trade or asked to be traded, right? So people did put it out there, but it's not like, oh, w- what's New York offering? Well, we'll offer more. It's an initial discussion, but not the thirst and hunger for it. Now, the the issue is that Rudy Gobert gets traded, and you get a Pirates bounty for Rudy Gobert, and I think everyone we can see, no matter how good Rudy Gobert is, especially regular season defensively, Kevin Durant is better. But uh, Brian Windhorst reported this. When the Nets put him on the market, I think they thought he was going to be, there's going to be a tremendous bidding order. And while there's a lot of interest, from what I can tell, again, this is Windhorst, who's become a meme, that bidding war hasn't, isn't really hot right now. The teams have made their offers and they really feel they don't really feel the need to increase them. Yeah, teams teams don't want to increase that offer. When when you look at the Nets and, and you say, okay, Kevin Durant wants out, it seems as if Kyrie wants out as well. When you're the Nets and you send in Minnesota, I want Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards. And however many first-round picks, are you really serious about doing a deal? Are you really trying to make a deal? You think I'm going to give up Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and multiple first-round picks for Kevin Durant at his age? That shows me you are not serious if you are. You're not getting either one of those players, let alone both. And so that, that that shows me right there. I don't know how serious the Nets are in moving him. Nobody's going to give you that. You you can get a bunch of first. You can get a bunch of first-round picks and say, okay, hopefully you guys can draft and develop well. But if we have Kevin Durant, those first-round picks are going to be late first-round picks because we think we're going to be doing very well. And, and so I don't know how serious the Nets are when you put those out. Oh, I want this guy and this guy and this guy. It's just not going to happen. Oh, I, I disagree. I think you ask for the moon, the stars, and the sun, and you'd be willing to willing to settle for the moon and the stars. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think you're getting Anthony Edwards, but what 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 team wouldn't who thinks they're close? Like that's the thing. With here's the thing that I think people miscalculate. They're like, well, Phoenix makes sense. You trade DeAndre Ayton. Well, hold on, Phoenix. Doesn't feel like they can win big with DeAndre Ayton. They don't want to give him a huge contract. They didn't want to give him a big enough contract. So you think the Nets want to take on DeAndre Ayton, who Phoenix doesn't want? Like, come on. That's that's not going to do. Hey, Doug, would, would, you, would you agree with me that if the Suns don't have DeAndre Ayton last year, they don't have the type of season that they had? I, I just don't understand this, oh, DeAndre Ayton can't play. Like, DeAndre Ayton can play. 
the league is moving away from the DeAndre Ayton type of player, but he can play. He was really impactful, especially the year they went to the finals. They don't make it to the finals without DeAndre Ayton. And they don't have the type of year that they've had the last couple years without him, at least in my opinion. You agree? I, I, I would agree. I would agree. But it, it, to replace a DeAndre Ayton is not as hard as to replace a, a, a Devin Booker or if you can get a, a Kevin Durant, right, who can give you some rim protection. You get another either rim protecting big and you, get a, you have a small ball five, be it Jay Crowder again or whatever. I think, um, I think he, he's not Jokic. Right, he's not, he's not, he's just not that versatile at at both ends of the floor, especially at the offensive end of the floor. So you're right, but the regular season doesn't matter. It's what you do in the postseason that matters. That's the thing with Gobert, is how many years in a row do we have to see somebody go small against the Jazz before and Rudy Gobert be completely ineffective and in the wrong positions on rotations, and 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 just not able to dominate on offense, even though he has such a. Uh, prodigious you know size advantage i i yeah i i i understand what you said i don't think deandre Ayton stinks i'm saying that a team that's drafted him had his rights has a chance to max him out and keep him wants to trade him and so phoenix said they go we, we want to rebuild around a guy that you don't want and we want to overpay him how do we know it's overpaying him because you didn't want to pay it that one that one strikes cold. I want you to listen to this because this is really the topic at the top of the hour, which is LeBron. Um, and I don't think his move was the first. It won't be the last, but it was a huge, huge one in player empowerment. Here's Draymond Green on his podcast talking about Durant and player mobility. If KD in, did indeed request a trade, is that KD saying partially I made a mistake? And I answered the question for myself, because obviously I'm not going to ask Kevin that, or why would I ask Kevin that? But I answered it for myself, and I said, possibly yes, possibly no. But regardless if it's yes or no, why does it matter? If Kevin Durant says, I, I actually don't want to be here anymore, I want to go to somewhere else, why does it matter? Why does that make you weak? Why does that make you – why does that make him – you know, it means he's running from something. I don't understand that. And the reason I don't understand it is because players are in control of their situation. Players are in control of their destiny. And so why is it that it's just not, that's the next step in his career? Uh, my, my answer to that is there's a difference when you're a free agent and you choose to leave your team, which you're allowed to do so, and you have four years under contract. That's what he has right now with the Nets. And, and, and I'll be honest with you. I actually think he's got more cause for wanting to leave the Nets than he did, obviously, than he did the Warriors. Uh, I'm not sure he did with, with Oklahoma City. I think, there was, I, I think it was a very logical decision, maybe too logical decision for you people why you leave Oklahoma City. But the Nets thing... I mean, obviously, his friendship with Kyrie has let him amok. Um, and I, you know, they he didn't have they didn't have Harden when he went and when he went there. They go out and get Harden. Nobody thinks Harden's got it left in the tank or wants to be there. Then they get Ben Simmons. Me, meanwhile, the coaching thing. Um, I don't think Steve Nash is as bad or at, over his head like people think. They didn't have a training camp with all their star players in any of the years he was there, including, of course, the year that KD was hurt. So that thing is a mess. I don't blame him. But, but you can't tell me that this is some player empowerment movement. You can, he's got four years under contract. I think that's the part that, that doesn't sit well with a lot of people. I mean, when, when you listen to Draymond's statement, I, I, I agree with him 100%. Like, that doesn't make you weak because you want to leave. Yeah, he's admitting <laughs> I made a mistake. We all do. Um, he's just one of the best basketball players we've ever seen, so it's going to play out publicly. He did make a mistake, and he realizes that now. And, yes, he is under contract, but you do not you do not want your best player unhappy. I don't care how many years left he has on his contract. Kevin Durant does, does not seem like the type of guy that would sabotage your team, but you don't want to find out because it's a year lost. 
for your organization, and it's also a year loss for Kevin Durant. And so there's so many ways this thing can go. If a guy does not want to be there, I don't want him there. That's just me. But him saying it's not working, that doesn't make him weak. I want to win. Our careers are short. I I, I got to do what's best for me. I never, I've, I've never said, just for the record, I've never said Kevin Durant was weak. I understood the Golden State move. I thought they needed him as much as he needed them. Uh, I think Draymond's also making the mistake of reacting to social media or yes. to, to, to debate show guys more than, than to what, what a real discussion actually is. All right, coming up next, 12 years ago today, LeBron had the decision. What changed? Find out next in the Dan Patrick Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.